Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown with three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown. You get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at Wilmington and beaches Hey, if you've ever wanted to start your own podcast or if you already have one and are trying to grow it, then you need to check out my new membership site. It's called Sparkology and it's kind of like college for podcasters with courses, resources and community to teach you everything about podcasting so you can become a rock star podcaster. Start your seven day free trial today for just one dollar by going to www.sparkology.co slash tiny leaps. That's www.sparkology.co slash tiny leaps. In this episode, we are reading an article from Shannon Ashley on how to build a life you really love. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change, big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas. And in this episode, we are doing something a little different. We are going to be testing out a potentially new episode type, but I'm going to need a little bit of participation from you. So be sure to reach out to me on Twitter at Greg Clunas or on Instagram at Greg Clunas to let me know your thoughts on this episode type. If you want to hear more, then this will give me a chance to share some more of the articles and books that I'm reading each week with you and some of the knowledge that other people have written. Uh, or if you don't like it, then no problem. Let me know as well. And I'll sort of decide what to do based on the feedback. So definitely reach out once you have a chance this afternoon or tonight or whenever makes the most sense for you. So today's article that we're going to be reading is called How to Build a Life You Really Love. It's published on Medium in the Publicious uh, magazine, and it's written by Shannon Ashley, who is a full-time writer. If you want to support her, head over to www.patreon.com slash Shannon Ashley. And I encourage you to check out her other articles as well, because she has a really great writing style, is very personable with sharing things that uh, are is affecting her and her solutions for them. So today's article is by Shannon Ashley. It's titled How to Build a Life You Really Love. And I just want to drive this point home. This is not my article. If you love it, if you like this episode, reach out to Shannon directly and let her know that you loved the article and consider supporting the rest of her work. So without further ado, let's jump into How to Build a Life You Really Love by Shannon Ashley. Somewhere along the line, I think a lot of us have forgotten that the good life and an easy life are not the same thing. Lately, I've been working on building a life I truly love. And you know what? It's pretty exhausting. 
As much as we all want great results, human beings don't like resistance. So there's that part of us that expects the good stuff to come easy. When we brush up against how hard it actually is, we're inclined to give up. Nothing worthwhile is ever really easy. At a bare minimum, we usually have to fight our preconceived notions, those knee-jerk thoughts which tell us that following our dreams is supposed to be fun or easy-peasy. I'm 37 years old, and it's only recently become apparent that the easiest thing in the world for me to do is create a life that I loathe. It's a little shocking, really. I have all of these bad habits, which, if I don't fight, will win. And whenever those bad habits win, I wind up doing the bare minimum in most areas of my life. And the bare minimum leads to incredibly unfulfilling results. When we picture the life we want, it's easy to minimize the work. Earlier this summer, Liz Huber helped me define what I wanted from my life. I finally began to picture what my life might look like if it was something I really loved. But that meant I had to give a great deal of thought to the kind of lifestyle I'd need to live in order to get the life I want. And do you know what? That lifestyle takes a hell of a lot of work. Like a lot of other people, I used to think that building a life you love was all about having the time and money to do whatever you want. I thought it was about living stress-free. What I'm learning now is that building the life you love has much more to do with crafting the sort of lifestyle that will get you there. In other words, your life is the result of your lifestyle, which is the work. I'm not sure why I never realized this before, except that I grew up in a very unhealthy home. My parents never taught me the art of making your lifestyle work because they were too focused on simply getting by. That means I'm learning a lot of good habits pretty late in life, but I'd rather be learning this stuff late as opposed to never at all. Start with picturing the life you want. Do you know what your best life looks like? For me, it means a life I don't want to escape. I want a clean and organized home that feels comfortable. I want my workspace to have everything I need. And I want my home to be a haven that supports my endeavors and nurtures my daughter. I love my work as a writer, but I want to get better at my job and feel less guilt. I want to draw up better boundaries between my personal and professional life so I can take a break or quit working for the day without beating myself up about it. Finally, I want to do my best to manage my lipedema, PCOS, and eating disorder in a positive way. I want to exercise and eat well without a hint of shame. I want to give myself permission to live my life fully, regardless of whatever others think about me and my body. At the end of the day, I want to feel like I'm in control of my own life instead of feeling as if my circumstances rule me. Decide what's standing in your way. The uncomfortable reality is that you're typically the largest obstacle in your own life. Liz helped me identify what she calls self-limiting beliefs, and these are basically the ideas that prevent you from creating the life you want. A lot of my limits were rooted in overwhelm and the idea that nothing I do will really matter. I suspected that whatever I did to improve my life would fall short of great and that it was useless to even try. It's easy to look at a lack of resources like time or money as the big baddies when it's our own reactions and beliefs which actively hold us back. Maybe we can't do everything, but what could we accomplish if we took the first step? 
Consider a life where you never defeat those self-imposed limits versus a life where you do. This summer, I battled a pretty deep depressive episode which lasted many weeks. Upon first identifying my self-limiting beliefs, I felt too defeated to move forward. I felt stuck. On the one hand, I knew some of the steps I wanted to take to build a better life. On the other hand, it felt like too much work. The turning point for me happened when I considered what my life would look like if I stayed stuck versus what it might look like if I started taking steps to live the life I want. Once I began visualizing a more organized home, I started to feel a little excited and even hopeful. When I decided to send my daughter to an all-day forest nursery school, it seemed like a great opportunity to finally create a life I love. Sometimes, the most effective way to gain the momentum you need to do something difficult is to consider the alternative. I didn't love my home life because it felt massively out of control, and I knew it was only going to get worse if I didn't change my ways. Taking action was hard, but it was also worth it. Enlist help to overcome your obstacles. Self-limiting beliefs are obstacles for a reason. They've got some sort of power over you. If you want to overcome those obstacles, you've got to figure out how to enlist help where you need it. Maybe you need to work with a success coach like Liz Huber. Maybe you need to hire some other professionals. You might need help from your family to relieve some of your burdens to help you focus on certain changes. As for me, I made several investments I didn't know I was ready to make. I wound up hiring a junk removal company to haul clutter away that I no longer needed, and I brought in Molly maids to help me with some of the chores around the house. Mostly, I got really honest with myself about the kind of life I wanted to lead and how I want my home life to feel. Of course, clearing clutter is not a one-time thing. Keeping an organized home requires maintenance. I've got help from Molly maids, but I've still got to keep the clutter in check and stay on top of the laundry and dishes. I can't fall back into my old habits of letting my place go. Crafting your lifestyle to get the life you want takes time. It's okay if it takes baby steps because they do add up to make a bigger difference. I haven't perfected my lifestyle. At this point, I'm still getting used to waking up early to get my daughter ready for school. And by the time it's 8 p.m., I'm usually exhausted. Staying on top of my daughter's school stuff, maintaining an organized home, and continuing my writing career takes a toll on my energy. My mother came back from the hospital yesterday, and that adds a whole new set of tasks to my day. I often go to sleep early lately, but every night in bed, I fall asleep knowing I did everything I could to build a better life. The reality is that I'm not where I want to be, but I'm getting there. And the life I'm building really is one that I love. Yes, it's exhausting, but it also feels really good to be here. I love the way my home is shaping up and I'm ecstatic to no longer feel the need to get away from it. Some goals will take longer to master, but where would I be if I never took action? Good things are worth the effort. It takes a lot of work to foster healthy relationships, build a successful career, raise great kids and maintain a comfortable home. It takes work to create a life that you love. Doing nothing, letting things go unkempt, and just getting by are coping mechanisms we adopt in an effort to survive, but they cannot help us thrive. 
We owe it to ourselves to step past our self-limiting beliefs and take those baby steps to build the lives we love. It might seem scary, but an unfulfilled life is much scarier. So again, that was an article by Shannon Ashley titled How to Build a Life You Really Love. This is not my original content. I am just reading the article from the original author. To learn more about Shannon, you can check out the links in the description. She runs a blog called Write Already, uh, her and a partner. So check them out. And uh, I'm going to link to the website and I'm also going to link to her Patreon in the description. It's at www.patreon.com slash Shannon Ashley. I want to thank Shannon for sharing this article. I hope you as the listener got value out of it. Reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at Greg Clunas. Let me know your thoughts on this episode type so I can decide whether or not to continue doing them going forward. Thank you again for tuning in. If you haven't already, be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening to this. And uh, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.